Hey y'all, it's Shay and welcome to the Buzzer Podcast. Today we have Badass Beauty, an incredible artist out of Los Angeles. Enjoy the show and we start the show with the track from the artist. The track I picked for the beginning of the show is a very fierce tune and it's entitled Me. Enjoy. Some people ask me, LaQuinta? Who do you idolize and adore? I tell them, the answer is pretty complex. Can't you see? It's me. Protected, perfect, and I got into a bed. The 
Hey, today we have LaQuinta Prince, who is also known as Badass Beauty on the Buzzer Podcast. Welcome to the show. Y'all, welcome LaQuinta. How are you? Hey, 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 Miss Shay. It is such a pleasure to finally get to talk to you. We've been vibing for a few months and now we finally made it happen and I'm really excited. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, we actually have uh, emailed back and forth quite a bit and we highlighted one of your tracks. I think it was me on the uh, Daily Drop. Um, And I did a one-off. I never do it, but I did a personal audio played on the uh, daily drop and we heard it just before the show and it's incredible uh you're very busy this year you have been very busy this year we're going to play two more of those tracks so tell us a bit about how you became busy you have been involved i think i've read since you were 14 into music Oh, for a be- before that, like literally from the womb, wow. I came out like it's just when you know it's in your blood, you know, it's in your soul. Like music has always been around me. Music has been in everything that I've done. My father was a musician. Um, rest his soul. He just passed about three years ago coming up and just everything that I, I've done revolved around music because I just love to sing and I just love music and ended up going to Berkeley College of Music in Boston, Massachusetts, because that was a must do. Like there was no questions asked. There was no debate. There was like, no, this is what's happening after high school. I'm going to Berkeley. And praise God it happened. And it was just the best experience ever of my life. It's where I've learned everything that I know today. Like I've honed my skills and 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 literally just kind of turned into me, just kind of learned all, all the, the ins and the outs and and regular life and and yeah. It was just it was just the best experience of my life at Berkeley. Well, I don't doubt that, but actually, I, I hope to take some uh, distant learning with Berkeley. It's an incredible college, and to have to do it uh, like to experience it day to day, like you did, uh, it's incredible because they have great professors and great programs, and they don't accept everybody. It's very difficult mm-hmm. to get in. Yeah, yeah. And the, the especially the class that I was in, it was just kind of a, a melting pot of just the most talented individuals that I, I that I've experienced all at once, all in one place. And it was just a whole mishmash of, of just just music and talent and writing and shows and performing and learning and, and bouncing off each other. And we used to call it going to the woodshed uh, when you're, you're honing your craft and trying to get your shit together. So going into the woodshed and, and, and just coming out with just these, all these ideas and the creativity that was flowing. It was just, I, 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 I it's just so hard to put into words because it was just, it was just amazing. Well, amazing. Well, that's incredible. But I doubt, uh, I doubt your peers were as successful as you in the sense that the four, the unreleased version of Four Horsemen was turned into a rock opera and accepted yeah. into the 2018 New York Music Festival. That's incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That was a surprise. That was a huge surprise. One of the girls that I was working with in the band at the time um, was bringing it up to me. Like, I think I want to turn this into a musical. I can see this because one of her favorite musicals ever was uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And she's like, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, I love this album. This, I'm thinking about turning this into a, a musical. And I'm just like, eh, whatever. You know, I just, like, I would, like, that concept was just not even, like, a thing to me. I'm just like, eh, yeah. all right, fine, go ahead, do it, write it. Like, not even thinking for a second anything would come out of it. And she wrote something up and submitted it. And it got accepted and it, <laughs> that itself was an experience and a half right there. Cause I just, cause I, and also too, going into that, I'm like, okay, musical theater, I love musical theater. I do, but actually turning a show, a rock album show into musical theater. I know nothing of that. So I'm just kind of be on the outside in looking out here and, and seeing what happens and, and Jesus take the wheel. Let's see what happens. And it, it was an experience. <laughs> and so an experience. has it, um, is it public now or is it still in the works? No. So it was a one-off. And what happened was, I don't want to get into too many ugly details, but um, so you you showcase this, you, they accept it, you put the show together and you showcase it and people will come to see if they want to turn it actually into an off-Broadway show or if they want to take it on tour or if they want to you know workshop it and, and do different things with it. And the show itself coming together, it was, it was, there were a lot of a lot of issues and a lot of problems surrounding it, but we we pulled it off, and apparently pulled it off kind of well because we did get some offers to workshop it in um, Rhode Island and some other states and to tour it. But at that point in time, I was just kind of done with the whole thing. I just I'm like I, I I don't see myself going down this route. I just it just wasn't there in my my headspace at the time. Yeah, and I was like, there's there's just other things that I really need to be doing and other ways that this is kind of calling me. And LA kept calling because I have a lot of friends and and um, and musician friends and, and, and acquaintances out here. And a lot of them were just like, you need to come to LA, you need to come to LA. But also regarding LA, I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm East coast. I'm, I, you know, I'm brick city, <laughs> you know, all day, every day I'm East coast, like all this, like superficial, like palm trees and flowery shit. And, and you know what I mean? And, and I just, that's just not, that's not my thing. It's just not me, but circumstances kind of came together where I didn't have a choice. Like everything just kind of ended where I was on the East coast in New York and New Jersey and things picked up out here in LA. And I, I came out here two years ago and it's the best, the best decision of my life. Like the best, I always call it the best decision I was ever forced into making. That's awesome. That's awesome. Los Angeles is amazing. It is. I'm seeing that now because I'm seeing it from a whole different perspective and even attitude wise, like everything is just really just laid back. It's impossible to be in a shitty mood 24 seven. 
because it's beautiful <laughs> weather. I, it's just, it's beautiful weather. Everybody's just in their groove. Everybody's just in their vibe. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's fierce competition out here. And, you know, people are on their grind and, and it's, 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 you got to know what you're doing. You got to have your shit together, but it's just different from the kind of overly aggressive <laughs> atmosphere that, you know, I grew up in on the East coast and always like, okay, having to check your shoulder and look over your back every five minutes minutes and see what's going on. Um, and then here, it's just kind of, you know, lay back, let the ideas and let the creativity flow and just go out there and see you can meet and network. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You just need to network. Yeah, it's definitely different. Like I actually, uh, California is my go to when I go on vacation. But I, yeah. I usually uh, I'm around Marino Del Rey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, I love the area. I think it's amazing. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Well, next time you're out on vacation, I'm in the valley. So, yeah. and come look me up. You Let's go have a cocktail or two. Oh, that's good. I don't drink though, huh? <laughs> okay, well, you have a spritzer. <laughs> have, have, have like no, a, a cute little virgin something. I can party. Little virgin I, daiquiri. I can party without it. I can party without it. So tell. Oh, to, good. So we're gonna listen to Four Horsemen right now that had mm. such uh, great reviews, and we're gonna talk a bit more about you and your music when we get back. Fabulous.
So tell me about your music because it's incredibly, incredibly passionate. I like, mm. I, I really feel, I feel sometimes your anger, sometimes your passion, sometimes your, I don't know. It's a whole mix of emotions. You, your music's truly unique. Like it, mm. it's, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's not like Prince at all, but yeah. you are like Prince in the sense that you have your own, you have your own vibe, you have your own music. Like it, uh, you definitely have that, like uh, star quality. That's the minute. Oh, that's why I, I want you on that. the podcast. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I receive that. Thank you so much. Um, no, that's that's deep that you say that because. Um, this particular project, and it is all you like, you feel anger, you feel passion, you feel craziness, you feel like I'm coming unglued at times, because that's exactly where I was. Like, that's, that's where I, I did, I used to do, I grew up doing R&B and gospel. Okay. I mean, of course, you know what I mean? I can and, see that with your strong voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the projects that I was doing and the writing that I was doing with the R&B, I mean, it was good stuff. I was, I was, you know, getting some great offers and, and doing some great projects and writing some great stuff. But for somehow I just didn't, it, I wasn't feeling it for some reason. And things just could would, would always get to the point where it was always the close but no cigar mark where like the deal was like almost would be right there, but then some like crazy shit would happen out of the blue, like and stuff would just blow up out of nowhere, mm -hmm. you know, or just like just ridiculous stuff just kind of happening. And just, it just, it was just weird, just really weird. And I just knew also in my spirit that I'm just like, I'm just not, I, I don't know. I just, I, I you know, I, I, I like what I'm doing, but it, it's just not, I'm not feeling it. And I've always been, my influence were everything. I've, I listened to everything and everybody, but rock was always my thing. Rock music was just my muse. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a point in time where a friend of mine, he was an acquaintance at the time that I went to college with, um, Anthony Geminali, Geminani, excuse me, in Flemington, New Jersey. Um, all-star music empire he had opened up this shop his guitar shop and had a studio in there and he kind of hit me up he dm'd me out of the blue because again it's been years since we had spoken because it was college and he dm'd me out of the blue and was like hey you need to you know come out and you know check out my studio and and first I'm thinking like I I don't like I mean we weren't that cool like that so why you not uh, uh. And I kept kind of putting it off, but how the spirit just kind of works on you, where it's just like, if this keeps coming up, then there's got to be something to it. So I finally was like, all right, fuck it. I'm and plus two, I was like an hour and a half away from him from the studio at the time. And she's like, I just, uh. um, so finally, I was just like, all right, I'll come out there. Let's just see what happens. So I went out there and I'm like, I got to make this work. So I think I went out there with like a bottle of gray goose or whatever. And <laughs> we just kind of talked and kind of caught up, caught, you know, 
caught up on some stuff and talked about old times and you know, I'm looking around the studio and everything was fabulous. And he was like, hey, I got something I want you to listen to and just pull this track out, like this balls out, like rock track. Mm-hmm. And I cannot even explain to you. It's like the the mountains opened up, the sea started to flow, the heavenly choir moment. Ah, oh, like it just, I just started to write to it. Just started writing and it just came out. And it just flowed. And from there, me and Anthony just kind of linked up and then just started working on stuff together and everything just wrote itself. And where I was, my headspace at the time, like I was just going through just a lot of just crazy shit, like breakups, family crap, just life crap, like uh, just depression and and all of this, like working, you know, two jobs and studio work and gigs on the weekends and and just like my I just was in a place where I just I, I, I just I was at a moment like I seriously was at a moment where I just needed to release or I really thought I was going to lose it like it was it was really that deep yeah I and that. it was a moment and then when me and Anthony hooked up and started working on this stuff just kind of out of nowhere where I know now it wasn't out of nowhere because that's how the spirit works and everything just came out of me Everything just came out of me. And at the end, when we finish this and I'm going back and I'm listening to all this and I'm like, that's it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This style, this music, this kind of thing, this kind of vibe, badass beauty, like this is it, this is it. And then it was just like from there, like no holds barred. That's it. Like, (laughs) here we go. Amazing, amazing story. Here we go. It, did the Four Horsemen come out of that? The Four, that, and yep, that was the album Four Horsemen. Absolutely. Okay, cool. That's very cool. So, um, what, when I read your bio, um, you have a list of a lot of uh, hardships and disappointments, mm-hmm. uh, sexual harassment, misogyny. I always say that wrong, so don't laugh. <laughs> Mis- <laughs> Never. Misrepresentation, love relationships, difficult family dynamics. Um, have all your songs been a personal? Um, are they all personal stories or are they a blend of personal? And- They're all personal. That's the only way I can write. I, I you know, I mean, I. I can only write about what I know and about what I've been through. And that's what makes it so in your face and so kind of gut-wrenching at times because, I, you know, I, I, that's the only way I feel I can really express myself and explain things. Like um, the therapy way, therapy is great, don't get me wrong, but it's also too when you're you're, putting your vulnerability out there and you're looking at someone in the eye face to face and telling them what you're going through, even if it's, it's a stranger, you know, for me, it's still very difficult, Yeah. but I, I feel with a pen and paper, you know, or with my phone, you know, and I click and then I just start writing some stuff. It just, it just comes out. And then I, after I go over it and it's just like, it's that, that weight just lifts off my shoulder and that's just how I deal with it. 
That's awesome. I can understand that. I've been a writer since I've been 18. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. get that. So you have had a lot. Well, you did in April. Um, you had uh, Broken was released, which we're mm-hmm. going to hear at the close of his show. Uh, incredible yeah. write-ups. One from Edgar Allan Poet. He absolutely yeah. loves you. I absolutely love Edgar Allan Poet's music. And, if yeah, he, and, yeah. and when I saw that the, his his write up and his uh, take on Broken, I was like, you know, he knows good music. So yeah, no, uh, yeah, he's he's, he's yeah, he he's he's the shit. He's everything. Um, we we kind of linked up in the very very beginning stages of this, and for now, he's my go to guy. He gets the first dibs on every release that comes out because we he just kind of he gets it. He just understands me. He gets it. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, uh, I have a lot of respect for him and him as music. Yeah. So where's the best place to hang out with you on social media? Are you more active on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Instagram, by far. IG, bad underscore ass underscore beauty one, like the number one. It's my IG handle. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Really great to talk over the airways with you. Uh, Incredible music. Incredible Mm. music. Very talented. Thank you. And don't give up. uh, Never. You got it in you. It's not an option. Giving up is not (laughs) an option. You come too far. Come too far. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. I'm so broken. I try not to show it. I'm so broken. I try not to show it. Down this
Thank you for tuning in. This is Shay signing off. Artist profile and links at thebuzzer.net. Cheers, y'all. Mm-hmm.